let's do this. Welcome to, wait, what? What am I doing? You did great. Welcome, <laughs> every time, every time I'll never get it right. Welcome back to Life in Progress. I'm Carly. I'm Alana. And this is going to be a very good, fun, interesting episode. Oh, um, interesting. Interesting. I think interesting's it's a very interesting word. Yeah, it is. Like, what, what does, does it mean? mean? <laughs> what does it mean? And when do you, I always use like intriguing and interesting. Mm, I'm intrigued by that. <laughs> but I don't really know the difference. I'm glad you think it's going to be a good episode though. I do. I, I think agree. it's gonna, I think it's I, I read some of the questions that were yeah. asked and I think it's going to be a good episode and yeah. the friendship episode was one of the top performing episodes. Yeah. So, spoiler alert, this episode is a part 2 of back. our friendship episode where we asked a bunch of you guys more questions that you wanted us to answer about friendship because it was so requested. So now we're going to answer all of them, but before we do that, I'm Alana, what is in, in progress? progress. <laughs> I have a boatload of weddings coming up, shocker, in the next like few weeks, month, two months. So just going to try and stay healthy and stay sane and stay stress-free between Good luck. Them. You know, <laughs> Good luck. stick to that routine. Um, yeah, but a, a bunch of weddings coming up, a lot of travel for weddings. They're all in different places. And it's, I'm so excited. Like they're weddings I'm really excited about, but I it's a lot. I'm tired thinking yeah. about it. <laughs> I'm tired. So uh, what's in progress is just trying to coast through this wedding season of and, mine. And enjoy it exactly. instead of like getting stressed about it. Yes, exactly. What about you? Yeah. I mean, speaking of wedding, I'm trying to plan my bachelorette. So that's a whole whole other planning process. But trying to do that, trying to get all the details in place for it. It's a lot. It's definitely a lot. It'll be worth it. It'll be worth it. It'll be so I'm fun. Super excited and just wait for all the content. But and I hope people on my bachelorette realize how much content they're about to be in. I think it's clear. Yeah. I, I think it's it's pretty. Yeah. Maybe we should do, you know, it'd be should fun. make them all sign a release, have yeah. like signs <laughs> outside saying like if you walk in, you are in like, You can't sue you, me. <laughs> yeah, you are agreeing to be on camera. But you know it would be fun. One of my friends, actually, Jamie, responded to the email yeah. that my sister sent and was like, does this mean I'm going to be on a Life in Progress episode? Imagine. We should do. We should do. Yeah. Interview po- people throughout the weekend. Yes. Yeah. Like, I love that. Do all the interview. Like, people can talk about what they hate on The Bachelorette, what they wouldn't want to do. Um, okay. That's fun. We'll definitely do that. Doesn't create more work for me at all. No. But. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Um, so, yeah. That's in progress. Love it. Great. Cool. All right. On to the episode. On to the episode. I, no, I really am excited. And you guys sent in really great questions. Every single time we saw a question come in for this episode, we were like, oh my God, yes, been there, been through that, yep. done that, have an answer for that, still unsure about that one. So we're really excited about them. Um, I will kick off the first one. Okay. You guys sent in some really, really thoughtful ones. All right. My friend recently started seeing a guy that she met on a dating app. I don't know him that well, but from what I can tell, I don't think he's right for her. The few times we've met in person, he's been so cold to me and our other friends as if he's better than us or doesn't care to get to know us. That's not the end of the world, obviously, but from where we stand, there are a bunch of other red flags too. He'll do things like go MIA on her at times or blow her off and cancel plans at the last minute or say rude things, but then he'll overcompensate and throw gifts at her, which makes her feel special and like everything is okay. She says she's really happy and we don't see what it's like when it's just the two of them. She thinks it could be it, but I don't feel like he treats her the way she deserves. I love her and I don't 
want anything but the best for her, but I don't know what to do. At what point do I step in and say something? That was a long-ass question. It's a lot going on. It's a lot going on. I mean, right off the bat, I'm just kind of like red flag of the guy. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's clear like this is not a not a good, for but a I guess that's not what they're asking. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So get rid of the guy. That's that's for one. Um, I mean, it's tough because sometimes when we're in relationships, we're so blinded. Yeah. And it's so hard to see what other people see. But at the same time, you also don't always want to hear your friends' opinions on it. I don't know what I don't know if if I were that person, if I were the girl that she's talking about, I don't know if I would necessarily want to hear like, hey, I don't we don't like this guy. We don't like what we're seeing. But at the same time, like, don't you want your friends to be honest with you? I don't know. I go back and forth about it. If your friend is dating somebody and you don't think that guy is good for her, it's the last thing in the world that she wants to hear. I know. And all you want to do is look out for her and have her back and protect her. But by telling her, you run the risk of her shutting you out and not telling you what's going on in the relationship anymore because she feels judged. And she's going to feel so insecure about exactly. it. Exactly. So that's where it's really tough. And I've tried, I've been on both sides of it. I've been the friend who my friends have come to me and expressed concern. And I've literally verbatim said like, you don't know what it's like and how he treats me when it's just us together. Yeah. But they were all right. I was not in a healthy situation. I ended up severely depressed and it was not okay how he was treating me, but I pushed them all away because I didn't want to hear it. You know, yeah. I wanted to stay in my bubble where I was okay with the bad because in my mind, the good outweighed the bad. And it's obviously you don't want your friend to get hurt. That's the last thing you want, but you also kind of need to let them figure it out for themselves. Yeah. I mean, I feel like there could be a way to have that conversation really naturally instead of making it a thing, yeah. like sitting, like instead of sitting your friend down and being like, I don't like what he's doing X, Y, right. Z. Like maybe there is a way, you know, if, if she comes and vents about something that he yes. does, that's the time to be like, well, why is he doing this? And like, do you like the way that you feel like almost Almost have them mm -hmm. say it. Exactly. Or you can say, instead of being accusatory and being like, he's doing this to you, you can say, like, I feel, mm -hmm. like, stay in the I feel. You can say, I feel like you haven't been as happy lately. Or I feel like you're really on edge and anxious. Or I feel like and you can also it say, wasn't fair of him to go about this in this way. Yeah. And you can say, like, hey, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. But this is, I just want to make sure I express what I feel because yeah. I don't, I care so much about you. Like really emphasize how much you care about the person. Yeah. And I think one other good thing you can do is say like, like, I love you and you are my priority. And if you genuinely believe he makes you happy, like, great. I want you to be I'm happy. I'm there for you. If it, if it ends up work, working out great, amazing that nothing makes me happier than that. If for some reason things go south, I'm here for you. Yeah. Like, just be make, there. Yeah, just make them know that. Yeah. And if the conversation doesn't go well or something happens, a friend confronts her and she kind of closes you guys out, just know she's going through something. She might not be aware that she's going through something, but all you can do, like, in order to be a good friend in this situation, you just got to wait and be there when she needs you. Yeah. Because she will. Yep. Okay. I'm going to read the next one. Okay. We're going to go back and forth this time. Perfect. Because usually you read them all. Go for it. <laughs> 
All right, question. I have a friend that I always feel like I'm walking on eggshells with, and I don't know if I'm in my head or I should say something. I'm worried that whatever I say, she'll take the wrong way, and it's going to either cause a fight or it'll just push her away. What do I do? If you're in your head about this, there's probably a reason. Yeah, couldn't agree more. It's okay if you're overthinking and you're anxious and you're walking on eggshells. That's not wrong, but there's a reason for it. If you feel like you're walking on eggshells with any of your friends, there is a reason for it. Yes. It probably things have happened in the past that have led you to feel like you're walking on eggshells. But the problem with walking on eggshells is there's a there's a problem. There is a problem. And it's not going to be resolved without communication. But because you're walking on eggshells, you're afraid <laughs> to communicate and any communication can risk that shell breaking. Yeah, I've definitely been there. I think I've had a lot of friends in my past where I did constantly feel like I was walking on eggshells and therefore had to overcompensate so many different things. And it just felt like nothing was ever good enough for this friendship. And at that point, you kind of think, okay, well, do I continue doing this? Is this worth it for me? Or do I say something and risk losing the friendship? But at that point, why do you want to be in that friendship if you're constantly just feeling like you have to, again, overcompensate for it? Yeah. And make them happy. Yeah, absolutely. If you're not gaining anything, like it's okay to get to a point in a friendship where it's not mutually beneficial anymore. Yeah. But at that point, what's, what is the point in trying to fix it? Unless you believe that it is worth putting in the work and having those hard conversations with your friend who may or may not be receptive to it. Like you could try and communicate how you feel and maybe you'll have a really hard heart to heart but it'll pay off and you'll get to an understanding of each other and you'll be able to move forward. But maybe you won't. Maybe they won't be understanding. Yeah. Maybe the like what you're saying will fall on deaf ears. Maybe they will take your words and twist them. Like You don't know. I think the biggest thing I've learned within friendships in the past is one, don't assume anything. And two, you can't worry about how your friend is going to react. If you are feeling a certain way, that's how you feel. And you yeah. can't apologize or be concerned or worry about why you're feeling that way because you're feeling that way. It's you, yeah. that you can't change that. So if you do feel like you're walking on eggshells with a friend or you don't feel great in the friendship or something's upsetting you, all you can do is be honest with that person. And if they don't take it the right way, then they don't take it the right way and that's really showing. And if they do, then amazing and you can have such a good friendship. But don't be afraid to say something. Absolutely. Your feelings are completely valid. They didn't come out of thin air. There's a reason you're feeling the way you're feeling. And I love the point you made about your friend can't assume how you're feeling. Your friend might have no idea that you feel anxious or that you feel like you're on edge or walking on eggshells around them. They might have no idea in the entire world. They're not going to know unless you tell them. I think it's worth trying to have that conversation and seeing, can my friend be receptive to this? Can she show up for me in the way that I've been trying to show up for her? And can we get to a better place? And if not, you tried and some friendships are not built to last forever. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Okay, great. Go ahead. Cool. So this may be a long one, but I'm hoping you can help. Oh I'm, boy. In- <laughs> I'm in a group of seven girls and I always feel like I'm the last one chosen for everything within the group. 
Although I feel a part of the group when it comes to bigger things, I feel like when it comes to the smaller things, I'm never prioritized. Meanwhile, I feel like I make way more of an effort than anyone else. Do I say something or should I try to branch out to different people if these people aren't serving me anymore? If I do, how do I know that I'll make friends? That one hits close to home for me. <laughs> I was thinking of you as I was reading it. Yeah, that one really hits. Um, listen, we've all been in those group of friends. And if you listen to our last episode, I talked about how this is the first time in my life where I actually do not have a group of friends and I've never felt better. But listen, like we've all been there. Being in a group of friends is really hard because within those groups of friends, everyone is going to have different relationships. Nothing is equal. So I think there's always going to be someone or people that don't feel as though they are the ones being prioritized. And it's shitty. It's really shitty to feel that way. I've been there. I'm sure a lot of people listening to this have been there. And I think the only answer I can really give you is... I don't even know if I have an answer. I think absolutely to your point of should you try and branch out and meet other people. 1000% because you want to feel like the friends that you spend your time with, the people you surround yourself with are people you enjoy and you feel uplifted by. So if these people, like, could you fix some of your friendships or your dynamic with this group? Yes. But could you also spend time going out and meeting people who lift you up, who you feel like you can be so comfortable around, who you don't have to worry or overthink or second guess? Like, was I chosen last? Do they want me here? Can I say the things I want to say? Or are they going to judge me for it? So I think both things can be true. Like you can work on fixing your friendships with this group in a certain way. And we can talk about that. But you also can work on finding other people who those friendships will serve you better. Yeah. And maybe try not to put so much effort into this group if you don't feel like they're putting that much into you. Because that's really telling. Take it for what it is. I think it's with groups of friends, it's important to take a step back and say, what is the purpose of this friend group for me? Mm -hmm. Maybe you are best freaking friends with all of them. Great. Happy for you. Maybe these are just the people you go out with. Yeah. Or they're birthday friends where you go to each other's birthday parties and that's about it. You don't spend that much time with each other otherwise. Some of them might be closer and do that, but you have other people for that or you can find other people for that. That's not your priority right now. I think taking a step back and just defining these are the people that I go out with or that I travel with or that I do workout classes with. We're lunch friends, you know, kind of figuring out what role they hold in your life and then lowering your expectations yeah, and just keeping your expectations where they should be rather than hoping that the friendships will grow stronger, that you'll feel like you can fit in more with this group because that might not be the reality and that might not also be what's best for you. And listen, you don't need to be in a group of friends. You do not need to have a group of friends. And, you know, I've learned that firsthand this year. And I think I'm much better off for it. Obviously, it's nice sometimes to have that and to know you always, you know, have people to hang out with. But the pros outweigh the cons of not feeling that constant anxiety of, oh, are these two people doing something without me? Are they talking shit about me? It's nice not to have a set group of friends. It's nice now having different friends from different places and walks of life where I can do different things with. I don't think there's a single group of friends out there where everybody feels equally valued. There's no way. And cared for. There's no way. There's no I way. don't know a single group of friends where there's no drama or somebody doesn't feel left out or people aren't whispering on the side, gossiping about the others. Like that just doesn't exist. No. So I think the answer to that question is there are two things and you said it is 
go branch out. Find find some people who really lift you up and make you feel good. And two, don't put so much effort into people that yeah. aren't giving it back to you. They don't deserve it. They don't deserve it. And you're better than that. 1,000%. All right. We got a new one over here. This is a good one. Oh, boy. You want to read it? Hi, ladies. Start there. Oh, gosh. It's long. It's a roommate question. Okay. Hi, ladies. Question for you. I'm 24 and live in New York City with my best friend from college. Living together has been great, but a few months ago, she got a boyfriend. I don't mind hanging out with him and he makes her happy, but he is always around. In caps, always around. <laughs> like he stays over four to five nights a week. It's not like we live in the Taj Mahal. <laughs> we live in a, a Murray Hill flex. Ooh. Ooh. Been there. <laughs> and I'm in the flex. When they're hanging out on the couch or in the kitchen, I hear everything, even if my door is closed. Is it unreasonable to ask me if he could limit it to two to three nights or if she could sleep there more? He's just always there, eats all of our snacks, and does not offer to replenish any of them. Help. Oh, so relatable. Literally been there. Yeah. <laughs> in that situation. Been there. Oh, my God. Take it away. I think, listen, it's tough. I think some of what we said with the our answer to the first question about like your friend's not going to want to hear it. Some of that's going to be true, unfortunately. Yeah. And yeah. you, it, this is your home. This is your living situation. You don't want to make it uncomfortable. However, it already is uncomfortable for you. Yes. It's not uncomfortable for your friend. It's not uncomfortable for her boyfriend. But I don't think it's fair what they're doing, especially with you being in the flex, especially with, you know, you're buying all these snacks and he's <laughs> eating them all and not buying new ones. Like, and it's such an awkward it's thing. It's so awkward. And realistically, the two of them aren't ending up together anyway, but they could. Whatever. Not the point. I think, I think starting small and trying to set little boundaries and seeing how receptive they are, mm -hmm. you know, don't approach them and say, hey, can you not have him stay here all week? Like, I I have a long week. Maybe saying, like, guys, or like, Carly, I'm so exhausted. I really want to go to bed early. Do you mind if you guys can, like, go into your room at, like, 9 or so just so it's, like, peace yeah. and quiet Or, like, hey, here. like, do you guys mind if you maybe sleep at whatever tonight just so I don't feel – like I, mm -hmm. you know, need to, you guys need to lock yourself in your room. Right. Or like I have a, I have a early meeting that yeah. I need to prep for because I'm leading it. Like, do you mind sleeping at his place tonight? Exactly. Seeing how those conversations go, if she's receptive to it, and maybe, you know, as she hears you expressing these things, she might start to think, oh, maybe I should start staying there more yeah. and giving Alana back her space. The one thing you don't want to do is start to be passive aggressive about it. Yes. And another thing is you're going to resent them if you don't you gotta say something. Say something. Oh my god, you gotta say something. You're fully gonna resent them. It's gonna. You come already off. do. Yeah, you literally already do. But so, again, they don't know that. They don't know that. They, they just think you're super chill. And, and all of a sudden, you're gonna start acting really bitchy, and they're yeah. gonna be like, "What's going on? What did we do?" Yeah. All of a sudden, when this has been going on for months, so say something yeah. in the nicest way possible. <laughs> yeah, and and again, stick with the I feel. Don't yeah. be like he's always here. Just be like, I feel like you know I'm already in the flex, and that's been. Yeah. come with its own challenges. I feel sometimes like it's not just like our place. It's like the three of our place. Yeah. And, and I just don't get as much like alone time or even just time with you, like time for us to hang out as we yeah. used to. And I miss that. Yeah. Let us know how that goes. I'm yeah. Curious. I'm curious too. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's a tough one. That is. We got another one here. Okay. Okay. It's one says, 
Should we reconnect and try to apologize years later after a friendship breakup? Oh, um, listen, I went through many this year that I never thought I'd go through. Would one day, I don't know, actually, I was going to say, would I love an apology one day and talk it over and, you know, just kind of like say our piece and maybe go our separate ways or have a conversation. Yeah. At the same time, I don't know if that would do anything for me. Would you think it was genuine? I don't know. I think if one of my friends that I had this friendship breakup with like came to me and, you know, not on a phone call, not on a text, you know, they they wanted to meet and was just kind of explaining, you know, here's what I was going through during this and here's how I was feeling. Like I'm, I like to think I'm a very receptive person and I would always hear someone out. Does it make it okay what happened and what they did? I don't know if I'll ever be like, yeah, let's be best friends. Right. Again, but will I respect it? Yeah. Um, I think it really depends on the situation of what happened for this person asking, what happened that you guys ended your friendship and Mm -hmm. is it something that later down the line you can forgive and and move on I you know it just really depends on the situation I think so this person is coming from I guess they're the reason they they ended the friendship okay should we reconnect and try to apologize years later or it was a mutual listen I think if you it's years later and you're still thinking about it you regret how things went down or you were in the wrong and you genuinely feel sorry then yeah, I do think it's a nice thing to do. Regardless of how, you know, the other person takes it or regardless of what happens. And, you know, I do, I also agree. I think it's not that you owe anyone an explanation or you owe anyone maybe an apology, but it could be nice. I don't know. I think if it's for your own closure and your own like, oh, let me get this off my chest because I want to be a better person now. I think that's a little selfish. Yeah, I agree. Because- your friend may have moved on and, and worked really hard to move forward and to like open that wound back up might sting yeah. unnecessarily. Yeah. I'm like, I'm trying to think about yeah, if that happened to me. I, I, I don't, I don't know until it happened. Like I yeah. don't know. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I don't have any, I don't have an I, answer. I think it person. depends. I think, I think your intent is important. I think your like, what is your goal? Are you trying to suddenly be friends again? Are you just trying to apologize? Like coexist? I don't coexist? Know. Yeah, yeah. I, it depends. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I, I really think think about think about your motivation behind it. Yeah, and what it'll do for you. Yeah. Do you want another friendship, or do you want a would you rather? We got we got two last ones. You can pick or choose. What's she gonna do? What's she gonna do? Um, I think she's gonna pick one. Yeah, we're gonna pick one. And we're going to do, why does friendship get more difficult as we get older? Oh, so many reasons. So many reasons. And we've all been through them. Life gets harder. Yeah. And we change. Everyone changes. Life changes. You go through different things. You get older. Personalities change. Priorities change. Everything changes. Everything changes. Where you live changes. The things you do. Like you might have become friends with somebody in college where your friendship revolves around Going out three nights a week. Which you don't do anymore. At all. Ever. Ever. Three actually. times a year, maybe. <laughs> yeah. So it would make sense that that friendship might not actually 
be one that is going to continue in your late 20s and your 30s and your 40s for the rest of your life. Yeah. It could be. You could grow and evolve and mature together on that same path, or you could end up having completely different interests and living completely different lives. I yeah. think that's a huge part of it. I think also as life gets complicated, we just read out so many scenarios that you guys are in of things that you didn't want to happen with your friends, but did. Yep. You know, there's no, usually there's no like bad intentions with like, oh, I'm going to make this friendship hard, but shit, life happens. Life happens. Shit happens. Life is hard. And unfortunately, as you get older, you do have to make that effort to stay connected with a friend. Whereas when you're younger and, you know, post-grad and in college, it's easy. You're all living in the same place. You have similar jobs, similar schedules, similar priorities. Yeah. I mean, I have two friends that I still consider them my best friends. They'll, They'll be at my wedding, but I don't think I've actually like spoken to them, spoken to them mm-hmm. more than, you know, three times a month because yeah. life just gets hard yeah. and it's hard to make that effort when you're not constantly seeing someone or working with someone. Yeah. Yeah. So it so many reasons. Yeah. It, All the reasons. Friendships get older. I mean, friendships get older. <laughs> that too. That too. Friendships get harder when you get older and that's just life and it's you got to accept okay. it. Yeah. The sooner you accept it, the sooner you can work towards creating strong friendships and accepting that some aren't whatever. and accepting that you're going to keep meeting new people yeah, along and the it's way fucking awesome. yeah all right would you rather would you rather carly silverman be completely bald <laughs> or be covered from head to toe with hair oh my gosh okay i have a question how much hair are we talking like is my arm hair the length of my head hair I'm sorry, but these questions matter. Maybe like like eyebrow length everywhere. You're just furry. You're like a chimp. I think I'd rather be bald and I'll buy a wig. Yeah, I'd rather be bald too. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Would you rather... I should start making you come up with some of these sometimes, but... No. We're good. Okay. <laughs> would you rather... I'm just the would you rather girl. Would you rather travel somewhere incredible, but it rains every day or be stuck in your apartment while it's sunny? Oh my God, that's tough. Oh, I don't think it's tough at all. I would obviously rather travel somewhere. But it's raining every day. Yeah, but you can still try new food. That's true. Like watch movies in your hotel room. Yeah. Take a break. That's true. Okay. Yeah, you're right. That wasn't tough. There's a really tough one at the end, but not yet. Would you rather be able to play every musical instrument or master every type of sport? Sport, 100%. Unless that musical instrument singing. is singing, sport. But that's not what the question said. Fair. So doing sport. Okay. I'm aligned. All right. You were going to you were going to want to be a singer. Yeah, well me too, but that's not what the question said. Moving on. Okay. <laughs> this, this one is my new biggest fear in life unlocked. Would you rather always feel the urge to pee? Oh god. Or never know when you have to pee and you always just... wear a diaper? <gasps> oh my god, that's terrible. I've never heard of a more horrifying scenario in my life. Can I'd you... rather die. Oh my god. That's a terrible would you rather. I'm freaking out. Which would you rather? I mean, they're both horrible. Which is the lesser of the two evils? I think I'd have to wear a diaper. I think so too. Because when you have a UTI, you get that urge to pee. Like you feel you that feel urge. like you have to pee all the time. And that was, that's terrible. It's horrible. Okay. I guess we're wearing diapers. 
Okay, at least we're wearing them together. Yeah, whatever. I wonder what the majority of people would do in that scenario. I'm like, I'm upset thinking about it. It hurts my stomach thinking about it. My bladder. I have to pee. Yeah. Okay. But do I actually? Am I going to pee right now? Do you need a diaper? (laughs) Maybe we'll we'll just go to the bathroom. All right. (laughs) On that note. On that note. That was fun. That was a good episode. I, I really liked that one. If you guys have, I mean, I could obviously talk about this. Was it interesting and intriguing? I think so. Maybe not. Was, was it good? <laughs> was it, good? <laughs> it was good. It was good. It was good. Um, if you have any other questions about friendship or anything, make sure to email us, carlyandalana at gmail.com. Make sure to follow us at It's Life in Progress. Rate, review us, send to a friend, and we will see you next week. Woo! 10 out of 10 outro. Bye. Bye. Bye.